Boys, welcome back. We've got a very special episode today, and a very special welcome back to Carp. Let's just let's just give it a round real quick, because it, it's been it's been a minute since you've been here, and it, it's it's been a while. It's surreal to see you. Thanks. I mean, we have a lot of ground covered right now. Oh my god! You're overseas. I'm in London. I'm not at home. <laughs> Yeah. So what time is yeah. it for you? It's uh, 7.08 here at okay. State College, so it PA. Is, it is currently Monday morning here. Early Monday morning. Oh. 12.08. 12.08. So can you tell us what happens in the future? I, I, I can. It's it's not good. It's, it's prepare for the worst. Um, it's, it's coming. That's all I can say. But uh, yeah, as our viewers or our listeners, I guess, can, can guess why I'm out here. Red Sox, Yankees. Uh, London that series well. that went so well. I think that was probably the best display of baseball I've ever seen in my life So did they use real baseballs or were they using tennis balls or what was the deal? With I actually those? think they were like those little like nerf balls and mm-hmm. The bats were absolutely juiced with with something and <laughs> Yeah, there was the, there was something in there something in the air in London that just produces runs and I think I have the answer the fence was fucking 330 feet. Like, <laughs> you can't expect to have a competitive baseball game with the best offensive team in the MLB and the Red Sox and um, and keep it to, like, five runs or less. Like, they, they scored 30-plus. Yeah. What was the score today? 12 to 8. 50 combined runs in two games. Well, has that ever happened? No. <laughs> Probably, but like not. I don't think. Maybe not in my recollection. For sure. I I can't remember the last time that has happened. And and if it did, it was it was Babe Ruth era when they were, when they had the the old film rolling and and you know mm-hmm. played with the little oven mitts for gloves. That's in modern era baseball. This has just never happened. It's, so, so what's on the docket today? What's happening? Today on Monday. Like or. Right now for the podcast. Oh, right now for the podcast. Um, yeah, I want to talk NBA free agency because, like, I'm sitting, you know, I, I got myself into a bar, by the way, because the, the drinking age is 18 here. And I figured out a little, like, you and see. You're I, not that. I'm not that. I popped the uh, the second button open. Show just to, more cleavage. Yeah, to okay. show, like, uh, like I've been Some out cleavage. and I've been at a few. This is, like, my third bar of the night. The hair's a little frizzy. I, I you know, just got some drops in the eyes to look tired. Walked right through the door. Didn't get ID'd. And so mm-hmm. I'm Did sitting. Did you put in... socks on, under your heels and your shoes? <laughs> yeah. Give yourself a more inches. You know, I've got. I don't even know if you can see this. I've got some nice. Oh Jesus! I've got some nice dress shoes on. So they've got the. They've got the heel right there. Okay. So I, right. I'm up a little bit. I'm up at you know at least eye level with most of these people. And um, yeah, it, it, I got carded earlier in the week and and had to leave because I I went into a bar with my with my aunt and uncle. And because um, my parents don't like going out, my parents are in the room sleeping right now. That's why I'm. That's why I'm in my fucking aunt's room. But um, I go in, and they're like, "Are you of age?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm of age. What it's What are you talking about?" <laughs> and they were like, "Do you have an ID?" And I was like, "Shoot, must have you know, must have left yeah. it in the cab or something." You know, I gave them some BS, and they made me leave. So I was a little, I was a little PO'd about that. But I got in tonight, so I'm sitting at the bar, and I'm getting all these notifications. You know, KD here, Kyrie this, Kemba this, and I just I texted you like we got we got to do a podcast. This is code red for for the sports world. So 
let's dive right in. London series, MLB. I mean, obviously I'm here and, you know, I'd love to talk about that. There's not much to talk about. It was pretty shitty baseball. Fun experience, but... Uh, no, and, and the worst part of it was game one, you have Joe Buck on the call. In game two, you have Jess Mendoza on the call yeah. with Alex Rodriguez. I mean, next thing, you, like, we're trying to grow the game. We're trying to expand the game. We're trying to grow viewership. And you have the two worst, I don't know, in-game production sets in, in sports going overseas to expand the game. Then you also have a terrible product. It's just, it's no good. It's no good. Right. No. So, so I didn't get the Joe Buck. Well, actually, I, sh- I should correct myself. I watched more of the game outside of the stadium than I did in the stadium. My, oh, I, I go to my seats for the first like three innings. It's eight to six at that point. We decide we want to go get some food. Oh, how are you? Do you need me to leave? No, Honestly. no, no, no. You do your thing. Are you sure? Positive. Are you guys done for the night? No. Well, we're gonna pack, so we're gonna be busy. No, I'll, I'll leave. No, honestly. no, 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 no. Go I'll, do your no, thing. No, I'll run downstairs. No, I, I want to see you do no. your thing. What's going on, no, guys? it's fine. This is this is Robbie. He's, hey, Robbie, he's one of our co-hosts. Hey, what's happening? What's up? <laughs> no, I'll, no, I'll get out of your hair, honestly. Screw Campbell Walker. No, do it's it. fine. No, honestly, it's fine. Please. Do if you it. no, I don't want to get in your hair. It's like it, it's hair. it's, it's twelve fifteen. Doesn't matter. We've, no. We're gonna be up for like an hour. It's fine. I'll leave. Don't no, worry. We, about please it. stop do, it. Do you see the ship that she's gonna take care of? So please. No worries. So keep going. I'm mine. Go ahead. Hey, what if we get room service? Have to bring us in. Huh. All right, Carp, you want to you keep rolling? Yeah, keep rolling. <laughs> Whenever you want. It's Honestly, I'll leave. Like, no, I don't no, want to. No, no, we're going to be quiet as church mice. <laughs> you can't leave. I want to hear this. <laughs> Just turn it into misery now? You can't leave. That? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Going to leave her with broken legs. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll stay for a little bit. I won't yeah, do the, come on, yeah. Right. Come on. I'll do, I'll do like five, ten minutes. I'm gonna, no. can, hey, can we get special guest appearance? Yeah, do, do you want to come right. in and talk? Not yeah. right now, I'm going to see where the flow goes. All right, awesome. We might All right. Jump in, I'll jump in. <laughs> All right, so what, what were we talking about? I don't even remember. The London series, how bad, you you said that you watched some of the game. Right. And Probably then watched leave. the majority of the game from outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, tell me how that, that experience was, because I was getting texts saying that it was like, you know, great, great game. And you told me, you were like, oh, this is, this is cool. And I was like, to be honest with you, this is long and it's boring. And I didn't care for it at all. Oh, no. I mean, when it was 6-6 in the first inning of the first game, I thought that was pretty interesting, pretty cool. Probably good for the game in that regard, like offense. I think it's better if you go overseas and they see some offense than if you go overseas and they see a pitcher's duel. It, yeah. It's just more entertaining. Yeah, and it, was it weird that the score was by four both days? Differential of four? Is that just a weird coincidence? Uh, yeah, it's a coincidence. It's nothing special. Uh, it's weird. But for London Series coming back next year, they need to move that fence back, first of all. Because you can't be jacking home runs, scores up in the you know combined runs of 20s and 30s next year, Cubs and Cardinals. Two very offensive teams, by the way. But you got to move that fence. Well, this back. was a it was a test run. I mean, it was a test run. That was the whole point, anyways. Yeah. Like, it, maybe maybe they should have done it as like a spring training game or something. <laughs> I don't know. Because I mean, they've it, played it, in Tokyo all, before, correct? So I didn't in Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, the Mar- the Mariners played there this year, and they had uh, even Ichiro Suzuki. It was like his last series. 
Yeah. Because it was that's where he's from and that's where he started his career, all that. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it, I mean, cool experience. Not not the best baseball you're gonna catch in your life. And um uh yeah, that's pretty much all I, I have to say about it. It's not really it's not really a topic of conversation much further than they played in London. But uh, do you want to move to free agency? Yeah, let's do that. There's so much there. I'll let I'll let you have the floor. Yeah, much much more exciting than than baseball in London in in June. Let's just I'll let you have the floor. Um, you're you're like two hours into it. Um, you've been getting all, all the notifications. About five major free agents have already signed or committed to sign whatever you want to call it. But I'll I'll let you go off since we haven't seen you in like a few months. Look, I'm not gonna go off. I am gonna, I am gonna talk about Kemba Walker. I, look, the, uh, Isaiah Thomas's best year was here in Boston. That's Kemba Walker every year. That's what you get out of Kemba. You know what I mean? The 27 points. Um, my brother said it to me. He said I, every time I watch the Hornets play, Kemba Walker makes huge buckets down the stretch. It, 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 the Celtics are gonna have an issue because they're lacking depth like outside of the like wing positions there with Hayward, um, Brown and Tatum, but at least Kemba provides that scoring that they need. Yep. But like at the same time, what are they going to be right now? If they if they took this roster right now, entered the league today, they'd be a 46 win team, yep. you know, a 6 seed, a 5 seed. But like it's a good signing, it's a start. But they need additional pieces, and the Hayward contract is proven to be so handicapping for them. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So, what do you think? Um, going off of, if you want to talk Celtics real quick, since we are Boston, um, in terms of a big man, Horford announced that he's not going to come back, um, despite us having enough cap room to get him back, or, or whatever it is, he still plans on leaving. Who do you think, with this cap room that the Celtics have, you know, finessed their way into? Getting rid of Kyrie, getting rid of Terry Rozier, getting rid of Horford. Who who do they target next? Look, I I don't know. I before DeAndre Jordan, I, I think now he's going towards. Is it the Pelicans? Where's he moving towards? Nets. He he just committed. Yes, yeah, Nets with uh, Durant and Irving. And Irving, yeah. That was where I was headed, but I would like to see them go after. Like, they can do kind of the big man by committee. They don't need to get, like, necessarily a center that they have to pay that big-time contract for. You know what I mean? I think that the center position is so irrelevant in today's NBA. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just got to get some guys. And Robert Williams, he's he's very talented, very talented. He's not ready to be a starting center right now, but I'd like to see them – maybe get some veteran guys like like an Aaron Baines. I know he's gone, but somebody of that nature, right? Yeah. Definitely. To kind of work Robert Williams into that role for the next within the next 2 years, I think. Yep. So, All right. So, I want I want to get your take on the Nets too because within the last 90 minutes signed three um, major free agents in like you said Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, DeAndre Jordan. Um, they were a playoff team this year, an organization that we've seen struggle um, Finance-wise, I don't think they've, they've spent their money in the smartest places, but I think they've actually... I mean, Durant's not going to play this this upcoming season. What do you think 
the future holds for the Brooklyn Nets with, you know, you saw the failure of Kyrie in Boston and the successes of Kyrie in Cleveland. Um, are they going to find that middle ground with him or are they still going to be a struggling franchise? First of all, this is the successes of Kyrie Irving in Cleveland was the success of LeBron James in Cleveland. That's true. Let's get yeah. that straight. Okay. He gets Kyrie hit a big shot. That's no doubt. Secondly, Kevin Durant's not going to play this season. He might be out for two seasons. That's true. It's a tough injury to come back from. Best case scenario, it's one year, right? Best case, one year and he returns. That's best case. But you're looking at at least, in my mind, a year and a half, okay, before he becomes near, like, even resembles the player that he is right now. All right? Then you have DeAndre Jordan. What were the figures for his contract? Do we know yet? Um, I can pull it up right now. I'm getting... I just got a notification, right, well, but it was, it was, I think it was multi-year, few million dollar deal. I don't think they gave him anything big. All right. So it's, he's, is he, he's not going to be hindering them as much. Correct. All right. But still, you're looking at a team that for this year won't pre- present that much of a threat, right? They won't pres- be, you know, I don't think they'll be in the top three of the Eastern Conference this year maybe in the future, but I'm looking at at least two or three years before the Nets become a real threat. I like that the organization has stones. They've proven that in the past, whether it be acquiring Pierce, Garnett, that deal, you know what I mean? Jason Terry, when they went after those guys. Yeah, the, the organization likes to make moves. They're capitalizing on the market, New York, and they're going after guys that they think will benefit them. But at the same time, the organization also has had a hard time with aging superstars and having guys that are in their primes not align. Having one guy here and one guy here on the downside, one guy on the upside. So if Kyrie and Kevin Durant can be on that same level, same tier, both moving up, then the organization's in a good spot. But I'm looking two to three years in advance for that to happen. All right, talk talk Kyrie for a second because probably one of the biggest failed experiments that the Celtics have ever seen. Um, lacks every single quality that it takes to be a leader. Going to a team that is probably without Kevin Durant on the floor for the next one to two years in mm-hmm. desperate need of a leader. Where where does he fit into their system? Is, is this going to be another you know failed experiment or is he going to hit his stride? I mean, we, we know he's a great basketball player, but off the court. Um, player morale-wise, what, what's he looking like? Actually, there's a couple pieces to your question there. One, you said, where does he fit into their system? Kyrie Irving is not a system player, right? That's not the way that he plays the game. He's, give me the ball, let me make something happen. That's one. So he's going to create his own system there. It didn't work in Boston. Part, part, part of that was the surrounding core and Brad Stevens, who likes to run systems, very, very strict systems. And then you have Kyrie Irving, who's very anti that. So depending on what they do in, in Brooklyn to help benefit Kyrie's game, then maybe you have something there. Secondly, I think the second part was off the court. How does he fit in? Look, I will always argue that Boston is the toughest place to play. Always. There are people that say that New York is even worse, right? So at the same time, if he thinks that he's going to get away with the little comments and then when the team starts to slip, that he's just going to 
evade those the same way he did in Cleveland. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's going to be like Boston. You're going to be checked on everything you say. And quite frankly, he's not a locker room guy. I hope that Kevin Durant is at least present in the locker room to kind of keep him and even have that leadership. Because I think Kevin Durant can do that, be it on or off the court. Yeah. So you know how I feel for from from the Kyrie Irving standpoint. I was very anti-Kyrie right from the start. The whole way, yeah. Right from the start. And obviously I didn't know you yeah. when they first signed I, I you, but the, uh, you've, been, you've been very, very vocal about your, your hatred, not hatred, but your – your disapproval of Kyrie Irving in Boston for the two years that I have known yeah. you. But, sure. um, yeah, so only time will tell in uh, in in that retrospect. Um, has anything happened since we've been talking? I'm just trying to check to see if anything big has happened because it, it, it came in 6 o'clock Eastern time hit, and it, it rolled in fast. Uh, well, you have, <laughs> so you have Kyrie Irving and you have Kemba Walker, who are almost guarantees to go where they are. I think Kemba Walker did agree to his, right at 6 o'clock, agreed to his $141 million max contract. With nice payday for him, by the then, way. Absolutely. Harrison Barnes signed a four-year $85 million deal to stay in Sacramento. I mean, if you want to talk about that, we can. He's Harrison Barnes, we all know what you get out of him. It's just leadership. Yeah. Good player. Yep. Uh but then Chris Middleton, that's a big deal. Did you see that deal? Yeah, going back to the box. Five years, nearly $180 million. Crazy. That's yeah. incredible. To, to be he's the, the second in command on the box, too. Like, that's Giannis money, and he's not Giannis. <laughs> but at the same time, at the same time, he is the Clay Thompson of, of the <laughs> box. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then you look at some other deals. Derrick Rose with the two-year, $15 million deal to the Pistons. What do you think about that, by the way? That's Go interesting. I, I didn't get that at all. I thought he got underpaid. I didn't get, I didn't get the contract, the structure of the contract. I also didn't get the team. Well, why didn't you get the team? I, I just – I don't know. I don't know what it is with me and the Pistons. I think he and Blake Griffin are going to be great together. I don't know why I just don't – I don't see him fitting there. I thought he was a great fit in Minnesota. And I know they're trying to restructure, but yeah, but Minnesota. Do you see what who Minnesota is going after? No. They're heavy in the D'Angelo Russell play right now. Are they really heavy in the D? Very heavy. D'Angelo Russell actually put them as his top choice about an hour ago. That's interesting. Yep. So, as far as that goes, I like uh, first of all Reggie Jackson out of Boston College. He's very very underrated. Yeah. Then you have. Um, and, and I think, don't get me wrong, I think he's still young, maybe 28. Yeah, he's 28. Um, but is he still on contract there? I don't know. And he's he's a guy who's, who's he's a good player, but he's never going to be a big name in the league. No, but he's a 15-point-per-game guy, you know what I mean? And he runs a yeah. good offense. And then you have Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond down low. So if you can get even – somewhat of a Derrick Rose that we like to see, that we want to see. You need MVP I mean, Derrick Rose. That's pretty you good. Yeah, you, you need him in, in peak performance, too. For this team to, to, to want to well, make a run at it. I don't think so. That's what I'm saying. I don't think so. You don't think Derrick Rose needs to be 
in Derrick no, Rose you'll, mode. You'll never see Derrick Rose be that guy again, ever. Obviously, right? after, like, what, won't... three torn ACLs, you can't be. But he had a hell of a year this year. Yes, he did. That's true. But at the same time, um, what did he do? What? Did, yeah, so this year he was uh, 18 points a game four assists he actually had his shooting way up i'm pretty sure yeah yeah his three-point shooting was the best of his career um he kind of remade himself a little bit in that regard and we saw him go off for what 51 game he still has some of his magic yeah you know what i mean if he can be 18 points a game and then they slide reggie down to the two and you have blake griffin and deandre jordan taking up most of the scoring load. They're both 20-point-per-game guys. DeAndre may be more on 17, but that's a lot there, a lot of our high starting lineup, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I like the Pistons to be a top four seed in the East, if that's their roster. Yeah. All right, well, Carp, it was short, but it, it is 12.30 a.m. here, so we got we to gotta come to a close. Before we leave, can I get a quick room tour? Of my room? Yeah, no, of the other room you're I in. I don't have... I just want to see well, it, I didn't man. Know. Penn State, live it up. Let's see it. What, what's no, it looking my, like? Why? Where's my McAvoy jersey? My, my, oh, the McAvoy... Hold up. Stay where we are. If you're going to steal my Bruins jersey, Mac, let me see it at least. The McAvoy jersey is right here. I keep it... I keep it on my de- at my desk. Yep. <laughs> Do you have a roommate? Um... Yeah, my roommate. His name's Anad. Anand, big sports fan. That's my desk. Is he here? See the Boston picture? Yeah, Anand's over there. Get him on the Anand. podcast. Just wave. That's Anand. What's up? Chilling. How are you? Did you see him? Uh, yes, we did. Got a nice glimpse. Nice. See a big sports nice. guy? Nice. He's a sports guy. He's more of a. He could be like our Big Ten insider in All the right. future. Let's let's. He's very into Big Ten football. Let's get him in for an interview then. I will. I will. I'll get him in for one. All right. <laughs> yeah, this is a podcast. We're doing it right now, or we just did it. But uh, anyway. All right. Uh, so you're well, coming back for the fourth? your stay in London. Thank you. Thank you. You coming back for the fourth? Yeah, I'll, I'm flying in. Um, flying into Hartford, actually. And we'll see if one of my family members wants to pick me up. Probably, <laughs> probably not. All right. Well, we'll let see. me know if you need a ride. Um, I'll, I'll be in the area. <laughs> Okay. All right. It was great to have you back, bud. See ya. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Who's the kid that filled in on the podcast? What's his name again? Ryan. Oh, yeah. Tear him to pieces because he went after you. Go ahead. I'll give you the floor. No. All right. First off, he went after me, and it was very unfair. Very unfair. All I think that I said was, why is he on there? He provides nothing, which isn't an insult. It's just a fact. That's just the truth right what does he bring to the table zero squat zilch none nada nothing right so at the same time he, he's like oh i can talk hockey dude your team won i'm pretty sure none games zero none zilch same amount that you bring to the podcast secondly you you, you show up in, into our group chat and start going after everybody uh ferulo uh, Matt. He he said before we started. He just he he didn't even he he's met Ferrillo probably twice. He goes, I'm just gonna. He took this kid and he was like, everything he says, I'm just going anti. 
And he said that before we started. And it's, if you go back and listen, it's pretty apparent. He had it out if for you're a, If you're a guest, yes, you want to bring flair. You want to bring fire. If you bring flair and fire, we'll have you back. Absolutely. But if you show up and insult us, then absolutely not. We have zero place for that. Zero time for that. Especially when you're as irrelevant as you are. Right? All right. Well, that's it. Thanks. All I right. appreciate it. Some wise words from the elder. We'll see ya. <laughs> Bitch, come and get your rent paid. Ain't got time for no drama, but today today. And my watch gotta beat President Tay. You coming with me, I don't care what your friends say. Car, automatic, I don't whip it if it's average. And my bitch got status, and your bitch cost static. Yeah.